You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. So um, welcome everybody to the podcast. It's the What the Hell Just Happened in HR podcast where we're going to either nerd out or we're going to uh, we're going to nerd out about something HR or we're going to make fun of something that's going on or, you know, hopefully we're going to be able to hold your attention for the next 10 to 20 minutes. I am joined today by Tia, uh, Tiana Stark. Tiana uh, has been a senior advisor over at Cedar in the Solution Center. So Tiana, what does the Solution Center do at Cedar? Hey, Paul. Uh, so the Solution Center is who you will speak to whenever you call Cedar. It's our bank. Of, it's their and bank it, of experts, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we are HR experts, multidisciplines in our backgrounds that we have there, but essentially helping you with any HR question that comes up. So both from the legal side and a uh, and a compliance uh, from both from a compliance side and from a practical human standpoint. Yeah. You know, we, we, HR best lawyer, practices. Any lawyer can tell you you can fire someone. Uh, safely and how to do it they can't sure most of them can't tell you how to retain that person who you want to fire and actually make it turn out good for everybody exactly and our aim is to provide holistic guidance so we uh uh, you got repositioned over there you you got moved over into a a different role tell us a little bit about that role and it plays into what we're going to talk about today i think yeah Yeah. absolutely so i moved over to the compliance team Uh and i'm now our senior compliance advisor Uh so I've shifted a little bit because my focus is primarily in the realm of wage and hour uh-huh. matters and ding, providing. Ding, ding. Yeah. 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 And, and you're in for a treat today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but, yeah, really helping with compliance as it relates to the wage and hour components that come up a lot. So you think about employee classification, mm-hmm. changing somebody's rate of pay, anything related to our timekeeping system. So that's or a any huge, timekeeping system. Or any timekeeping yeah. system, too. Yeah. Um, payroll practices. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and it, I'm already asleep, listeners. Oh, I love it. Kenny, wake up. Kenny's our one listener out. <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> it's one of my up. favorite areas of HR, to be honest. Kenny's an exempt employee, so he doesn't care. Kenny doesn't care. He doesn't He's care. He's out. not clocking. So, um, okay, <laughs> um, Tiana, I think I know the angle to take here to get to get everybody to kind of uh, pay attention here just a little bit. Okay. Um, by the way, I have a passion about timekeeping myself. I think you know that. We I wrote do. a timekeeping software. Um, we had to set that aside. Went with a kind of a third party. To the person that's all they do and, mm-hmm. and we've integrated with them um i'm going to make the case today uh this is another reason why you need an office manager in, in your practice so if you're an office manager listening you're like heck yeah <laughs> uh, if you're office manager listening i'm also about to put some extra work or tiana's about to put some extra work on you i think yeah maybe um, just a little and, bit and but... a little bit of checking on how things go um, if you're an owner of a practice out there um, and you're in that transitioning thing, you're wondering what, uh, what should I get an office manager? Look, the, the biggest reason to have a strong team around you mm-hmm. um, with a leader who's there to help lead that team outside of what it is you do as a, as a physician or as a dentist or whatever it is that you do is your time is uh, uh, best spent as the dentist say with your thumbs wet, or that's what the, that's what the consultants say to the dentist. If your thumbs aren't wet, you're not earning. And, you know, so if you're doing something like running payroll or you're, or you're, you know, you're out getting in the middle of everything and, mm-hmm. and you're not back there treating patients or doing something to help keep 
patients treated and, and moving forward, mm -hmm. then you may not be doing the right, you know, you may not be doing the best thing. Yeah. So we're making the case for office managers. And, and as soon as we start talking about teams and everything, we start talking about um, employees who are supposed to be clocking um, on an uh, hour, you know, they're clocking and being paid on an hourly basis, which is mm -hmm. almost all of your employees are uh, supposed to be clocking their hours. Correct. Yeah, um, the majority. So that leads to timekeeping systems. Yeah. Whew, boy, it took me about eight minutes to get there. <laughs> Ta-da! We're going to talk about timekeeping today. Timekeeping. Timekeeping systems. Um, uh, a couple of systems, including the one that we are third party with, mm -hmm. have had some issues with being hacked in the past in the past year. Mm -hmm. um, Kronos, which is a giant company, international company mm -hmm. that provides uh, uh, human uh, resource management systems. They don't. They they, they can't help you with a, it's funny. They can't help you with your HR questions. I mean, they provide some education and stuff, yeah. uh, but they're uh, a system oriented thing. They mm -hmm. got hacked and, and it was, uh, I, I feel so bad for them because oh, their terrible. system went down for months. Yeah. I mean, they got, they got hacked really deep, deeply. Oh, it was bad, mm -hmm. you know, and there's a huge hospital, UMass Memorial. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard about the hospital itself, they were using Kronos during that ransomware attack. And didn't have a backup, did they? Didn't have a backup. And they now have settled for $1.2 million for wage claims that yeah. stemmed from that, you know, because they're not tracking vacation correctly or overtime or bonuses. And so you know, one, it's a big deal. Yeah, one employee figured this out, went to a lawyer. That lawyer was like, this is a giant hospital. Mm -hmm. They're probably messing it up for everybody and got in there and... and and likely got some kind of a class action suit going and got a settlement and, oh. and, and got people paid. You know, sure. if you think about it for the amount of time that they were down, $1.2 million for that many employees is not that bad. To some people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they made yeah, one point. It could have been worse. Yeah. I don't know honestly. if you know it or not, but they're making money over those hospitals. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm glad to see point. some of my treatment money go back into the pockets of the people who take care of me. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So new tangent. Timekeeping um, time systems. Mm -hmm. I think of them uh, like I told you a lot because we have been building our own timekeeping uh, uh, software for quite some time. Um, I think of them mm. as stupid systems and smart systems. Mm. But you know, the Chronos system, very smart system. Um, it it became a stupid system, right? Because yeah. it got taken down and it was no longer useful. And worse, there was no, the, the people could not get into access the, the numbers, the amount of hours people had paid. So Paul, I have to ask, well, what do you mean? Stupid. With stupid system versus smart system. Well, a stupid system is not working for you. You're working for it, or it's not mm -hmm. taking things off your plate. So mm -hmm. uh, a stupid system is what well, one example would be a clock on a wall where you walk up to it and it's a punch clock and you put the thing in, you hit the button. Mm -hmm. um, the system is accurate. The clock's going to be correct. It's mm -hmm. going to record the time. It's going to do the things for you, but it's not tracking anything else. And it's not categorizing anything. Right. It's, you know, whatever they okay. hit is what they hit. Um, if they forget um, to clock, it's stupid in that you now get a sticky note on your desk asking for, uh, uh someone asking you to write something in. So if you don't keep that uh, email, that uh, sticky note, or that request in the hallway somewhere on record, and you make a change to a timekeeping record, you've kind of broken the law. You've, you've violated yeah. a regulation where you've changed time. Now, you would counter with that and say, yeah, but they asked me to, and I would counter that with prove it. 
Right. And if you've got 10 employees and a punch clock on the wall of a pun the punch clock of forgetfulness is what we'll <laughs> call it, you will have so many exponential issues with this thing as far as people forgetting to clock in, forgetting to mm -hmm. clock out, forgetting to clock out for lunch. And there's just, it's really stupid. That's, so you go to work for that clock on the wall as an owner or a manager. Makes a lot of sense. And you don't want to rely on stickies and post-it notes. Stupid <laughs> systems are where people, there's a notebook and people write yeah. in when they come in. But I mean, mm -hmm. th these are all perfectly legal and they're, mm -hmm. you must track all time. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not an intelligent clock. Another stupid system is a system that would allow you to um, enter parameters into a piece of software, which violate uh, wage and hour rules. And we actually know of several mm -hmm. of those. It's like you could go in and say that time and a half is supposed to be time and a quarter. Yeah. You could good. change it. That's not, that's not accurate. You don't yeah. get to say that it's time and a half. And now, there are a lot of systems out there like that. Well, too. what they're trying to do is empower you to be able to say, I'd like to pay you more if you, if you do it, but I have, sure. a, how many of our solution center phone calls have doctors calling in saying, I'd like to raise time and a half to time and three quarters or double time. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really it happen. It doesn't really happen, does it? So that's a stupid system because mm -hmm. um, it, it allows you to actually uh, violate wage and hour rules, mm -hmm. right? Um, another example of uh, what I consider to be stupid systems, especially in this day and age, mm -hmm. is the system's not doing anything for you in addition to that. It's not uh, reporting back to an employee how much time they've earned to mm -hmm. go uh, or, or used when it comes to vacation. Right. Or PTO in general. So then or, there's a lot of questions about that. How much time do I how have? How much time? Can like, I take this in mm -hmm. advance? Can I, can I, uh, well, you can, but now the stupid system won't, won't allow you to put something in to mm -hmm. the system that keeps track of it for you. So now you're, you got another sticky note or you got your spreadsheet going. Yeah. So all of those to me are stupid systems, right? They, they're, um, they're not access, uh, accessible from everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. They're not able to be locked down. That's mm -hmm. another example of a stupid system. Mm -hmm. um, I know of uh, patient management systems that have uh, timekeeping uh, built into them, Tiana. Hmm. So what, what, what do you think the result is of a company who's building a patient management system that doesn't really know anything that says, you know, we, we ought to also like add in some kind of timekeeping system? <laughs> how do you think that time, how do you think that piece of software is going to go? Yeah, I would have reservations about using that. Yeah. From putting my HR hat on. Yeah. You know, there's so much goes into a timekeeping system to really help somebody if and they're it, wanting to comply. And with, it has to keep improving, too. And it has but, to keep improving. Because of state laws and, 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 and things Absolutely. that are changing. Yeah. yeah. You know, just and not to toot our own horn over here at Cedar. Oh, toot it. <laughs> toot, toot yeah. with oh our God, Tiana, system. Oh, my God, that was ridiculous. What? It was a good toot. Yes. I liked it. <laughs> just, just. Okay. Keep okay. Going. We're going to edit that out. No, we're hopefully. not. Oh, man. <laughs> so, what's good our timekeeping system. Yeah, what's good about our timekeeping yeah. system? Yeah. So, we can make tons of customizations, but mm -hmm. these are compliant customizations, yeah. right? So, we could put in different overtime rules uh -huh. for our members in California. Yeah. Or, you know, we have an intelligent clock feature, just like you were talking about earlier, yeah. where let's say you have somebody clock in. And if they were doing this on a wall clock that wasn't an intelligent clock, mm -hmm. they could clock in, they forget to clock out, the next day they just clock in again. Yeah. So now it looks like Betsy worked from 8 a.m. until 8 a.m. the next day. Yeah. 
And the system didn't detect any of that. So our system already has really nice, easy built-in features. Yeah. You know, you clock in and then the system will only give the employee an option to clock out. Mm-hmm. So they don't have the next option. And then it'll be a missed punch and it's right. going to flag you in the system. You'll get an email. You'll be able to correct that really easily. Your employees are able to see what their time off balances are mm-hmm. and request those in the system. So you always have an electronic trail that's tracking all this for you. But I think what sets us apart and what makes us different than, you know, I'm not going to lie. And Paul, I'm sure you'd agree. There's timekeeping systems out there that are effective. You yeah, know, this good ones, really good <laughs> yeah, ones, really yeah. good ones. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these, you want to think about them as software. Yeah, that's what it is. It's software. Stupid in, stupid out. Yeah, stupid in, stupid out. Yeah. Truly, you could do whatever you want with software. And that's how these systems are built. You know, like customize it in whatever way you want. Nobody is there to put the checks and balances in for you to let you know if those customizations you want to make are compliant. Yeah. And so that's what we do differently is we're not just going to say, oh, yeah, we'll just add that overtime never kicks in until somebody works 60 hours or more, you know, we're going to have a conversation about it first because we really want to protect everybody who's using our system and make sure that they're using it in a way that will be effective, Mm -hmm. convenient for them, but it's also going to keep them in compliance with state and federal labor laws. So you're, you know, you're the compliance mind and I'm the Mm -hmm. business, I'm on the business side. I want to spend less time in this Mm-hmm. I want my, if I have a manager, I want him to spend less time in this, but yeah. in the, but in the end, Tiana, and, and, uh, I hope everybody got something from this kind of stupid, smart thing. You know, you, in the end, I think the one thing that we really want to um, hammer home here is mm-hmm. that, and this is the part where I said I was going to be adding on to managers and they may not love me for it. Mm. Even with a really, really good timekeeping system, you must stop at payroll time. And you've got to spend that couple of hours kind of looking yeah. at what got reported to payroll, how it came back from payroll. Mm-hmm. Did does the does does everything make sense? There's no automation for that. Everybody's got to stop and and take a look at it. That's so important. And, and we do get lots of calls for corrections. We yeah. do. I've just discovered, or I didn't realize my payroll company didn't understand what I was doing, and this employee didn't get paid what they were mm-hmm. supposed to get paid, or they got overpaid, or. Mm-hmm. You know, what, whatever problems that, that come up in there. So, yeah, you got to um, keep eyes on it. Yeah. And we have so many great office managers, truly, that we're oh, yeah. working with that they are on top of it, you yep. know, and and they will reach out. They notice that there are missed punches mm-hmm. or getting everything fixed in time. But that's a huge reminder, you know, with any system you use, no matter how smart it is, you can't just set it and forget it. Right. You know, this is still a regular part of your job. Come payroll time, check over everything thoroughly, check it twice, run your reports so you have backup for all the data. You know, we talked earlier about these lawsuits that came up. These are huge companies with really robust HR teams. It's not just one office manager and it fell through the cracks for them. You know, so it's just something that you have to keep on top of for sure. But I think... Another big thing, um, this is actually a hot tip that I'd like to throw out there for any office managers. When you're setting up payroll with somebody, give yourself at least four business days from the close of the pay period until your payday. Mm -hmm. And give yourself time to get the report, pull the report, get the report to them. Get the report back from them mm-hmm. to go through it. Give yourself time to be able to call in and get on with the, someone at the payroll company and say, this doesn't look right. Can you fix this for Definitely. me? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I see a lot of people kind of make, you know, uh, kind of what I would call a rookie error where mm-hmm. 
they've decided that payday is going to be the very last day of the pay period. Right. So every pay period, it's an emergency. Uh-huh. A payroll emergency comes up, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody forgot to punch and in or they did yeah. this, you know, and then you're always caught in this never ending loop cycle of having to correct pay periods mm-hmm. and payroll records after the fact. So just buy yourself some time. Most payroll companies that you're going to work with are going to ask you to at least give for business days anyway, because right. you want to think about what happens if a holiday takes place, right. you know, but the, the really important thing about that time frame is giving yourself the time right. to check it all thoroughly. Yeah. Okay. That's a really good um, tip. Tiana, thanks. We've talked about, I think about 60% of of timekeeping, right? Oh, yeah. We couldn't get into everything. We can't cover yeah. everything, but we'll have more time together, yeah. Paul. So stupid systems versus smart systems. If you're a CEDAR member listening to this, um, you have timekeeping, whether you're using it or not. You have this mm-hmm. amazing system available to you. We don't force it on anybody. Everybody's keeping time the way they want to. But if you want it, it's there. And you can reach out to Tiana. Tiana, what's yep. your uh, cell phone number? <laughs> <laughs> I would be happy yeah, to be give happy you Cedar's yeah. general number, but, yeah, but they, no, reach out to us. Yeah. We would be happy to set you up. They could find it. All right, <laughs> Tiana, thanks for coming on and nerding out over timekeeping. Oh, thanks for having me, Paul. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week, and remember, better workplaces make better lives.